0: Greenlight Network presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time podcast. We're in college football week six this week. I looked it up. We'll start out by going over what we got in week five. Then we'll do our picks and our upset special, and go over some of the games we did not have picks on, we have with us, of course, our college football expert, Dynamite David. Dynamite Picks. How's it going? All right. So let's start out a decent week five. Uh, So there was some interesting matchups. There weren't a lot of great games. Uh, Oklahoma-Iowa State was a decent game to watch, but... Entertainment-wise, I don't think it was great, but there were some decent matchups. Uh, let's start out with the probably the biggest matchup, though the game was a pretty big dud. Georgia-Auburn. Georgia dominated the game from the start. Um, you thought Auburn might have a slight chance to upset this game, but they just didn't look good basically from the beginning, and Bo Nix continues to disappoint. What were your takeaways from the game?
1: Yeah, Auburn just can't find the answer offensively. Um, They were able to get by Kentucky with some uh, good defensive plays and and some breaks, but just wasn't strong enough to get past a solid team like Georgia who's got a strong defensive front and may have found their quarterback in Stetson Bennett
0: yeah he looked pretty good again and he i don't know if he's flashy but that might just be what they need where somebody who can get a you know a handful of those explosive receivers the ball their defense it looked hurt. their defense looked you know good again but i don't know once again how much of that is just auburn's poor offense and probably some combination of the two the only thing i've i don't know how long auburn could stick with bo Nix. i mean it I haven't been impressed with him since basically the start of last year, and now we're getting into, you know, numerous games. Do you think they should switch from Bo Nix, or do you see something there that I don't see, maybe?
1: Uh, I think they need to change something up, or it it finally could be the last year for the coach there.
0: Yeah. uh, Their offense has basically been poor other than that, you know, first year he took over with uh, Marshall, you know, basically running the ball.
1: They've got some... uh, even tougher defenses ahead of them on their
0: schedule. So I need to figure something out. Yeah. Looked like a good game on paper. Didn't turn out to be a great game. Georgia looked pretty solid. Maybe they found a quarterback. We'll see if they go with him or, you know, switch to JT Daniels this week versus Tennessee. Uh, Next up, uh, Clemson versus Virginia. It was a, you know, Clemson game where they, when they need to score, they scored. They won 41-23. I thought Virginia looked all right, especially since they still have a bunch of players out with COVID. But, I mean, there's not much right now you could take away from Clemson. I mean, this week will be a little bit more telling versus Miami. But what did you see in the game?
1: Uh, I thought this was a really good—this is exactly what Clemson needed uh, before this week's matchup against Miami. Uh, A tougher opponent, but nothing they couldn't handle sharpen their teeth and they're they should be ready to go against this big uh acc matchup this weekend
0: yeah definitely i'm excited for that and clemson you know got out to a lead virginia started to creep back in and then that the second they creeped back in you know clemson you know went four play scored a touchdown and that game was basically over they look pretty good thought virginia looked all right all right we'll move on to our you know token alabama is really good segment uh Alabama is really good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just, I haven't seen another college team this year. Maybe Clemson a little bit against Virginia, but Alabama can just turn it on at will right now. I haven't seen anybody come close to stopping them. Uh, The only time A&M really clawed back in it is when... Alabama had a, a weird turnover that led to a score, and yeah. then they immediately put it away right after that. Yeah,
0: I, and also A&M's touchdown was, you know, they thought everybody thought that guy went out of bounds, and he didn't. And, you know, it was 14-14 for like half a second, and then Bama basically put two touchdowns on him. I think actually two touchdowns and a field goal right before the half, and that was pretty much that. Uh, Bama looks explosive the defense i i can't gauge much on a and m has looked poor offensively last week versus vanderbilt and kellen munn did not look great this week and i don't know i can't understand kellen munn i don't think he's really a pocket passer and they have him in that pro style system so you know there may be a little bit of a problem there but you know they've stuck with him for four years now i assume he's leaving at the end of this year though it seems like he's been there forever
1: the only thing i will say about alabama uh i think the only weak spot if they have one is probably their secondary uh that could have been just late game situation where they had backups in against missouri but uh i think they need i think uh saban's gonna be looking to lock down the passing yards allowed that's their uh, biggest area of opportunity yeah offensively, they just they're solid
0: yeah i i really don't know how anybody can slow this team down offensively and then you know they just randomly pull receivers in who can launch you know deep plays that you don't even know from previous weeks and you're like oh who's that guy and it's like oh it's just another one who can hit 50 yard plays with no one around him
1: Yeah, they're NFL talent machine there.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, the next game up on, uh, I thought, was South Carolina-Florida. Florida's offense looks really good. It's really starting to sort of mold into a Dan Mullen system. Uh, You know, they sort of blitzed out front, and South Carolina, you know, tacked on scores late, but this wasn't much of a game either. Don't know what totally to make of South Carolina. I'm curious about this game this week versus Vanderbilt. Um, I was half tempted to take Vandy just because the spread was a little larger than I thought it would be and it might be one of the few games that they look like they could win but I I just couldn't convince myself that Vandy can score 20 points and
1: <laughs> I, I don't I think South Carolina gets a gets a W this week I actually I like their offense uh, their defense struggles a little bit but they moved the ball against Florida and uh, were were able to cover
0: the spread last week yeah i there that's what sort of pulled me off of it i was like south carolina probably can manage 24 points onto vanderbilt and i don't know if vanderbilt can get to 14 on south carolina so that becomes a problem
1: problem. they can get to 14 on
0: anybody yeah Yeah, i agree uh florida looks great offensively uh the Pitts kid is you know a non-homicidal aaron fernandez clone so I really like the way their offense is going. And right now, I think they're probably better than Georgia. What do you think?
1: I'd I'd say offensively, they're the best team in the East. Uh, The only team in the SEC probably that competes with them offensively is Alabama. Uh, Trask is probably the frontrunner for the Heisman so far. Uh, But we'll see what happens when he gets up against some stingier defenses. Yeah. Mistake-free. He He did throw one ugly pick against South Carolina last week
0: yeah i'm a little curious about them this week versus uh a and I i i don't know if a and m has the offense to score on them but they might could bully them around a little more than you know old miss and south carolina were able to do all right we'll go on to tcu and texas uh this was probably the most exciting game on the day uh tcu pulled it out uh 33 31 with a nice little safety to help you out there yeah yeah uh
1: or, you know, I could have used that, or Texas could have scored a touchdown there at the end instead of the fumble.
0: Well, yes, but that's asking Texas to be competent for, you know, <laughs> sometime in the last 10 years, which is a lot to ask. Uh, TCU looked pretty good. Uh, They've played, you know, now two good quarters in the second half and four good quarters in this game. So I think maybe with, uh, you know, Oklahoma State, TCU probably are the uh, you know, maybe Iowa State in there. I don't really know. Maybe the other big threats in the Big Twelve. Yeah, this game this week, you know, versus Texas Oklahoma probably is a loser leaves town, you know, matchup. So, what'd you make of this game, TCU Texas?
1: Uh, I was I was pretty impressed by TCU. Um, uh, you know, Ellinger was able to move the ball pretty well, but TCU. They're they are, uh, they're leading the Big 12 in ball control offense right now, which is surprising. And uh, they're they're making a bid to compete for that conference right now, but uh, I've got another interesting pick with them later on we'll talk about.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you make of Texas? Bad defense, good offense? Really, I don't even know if they have good offense. I think Sam Ellinger's just good, and they sort of ride him. But the defense on that team has been terrible for – I don't know, 10 years now, and they don't seem to be able to find a way to get it better. I read some weird stat that they haven't had a defensive player selected in the first two rounds of the NFL draft since, like, 2015, which is, for Texas, is just ridiculous.
1: But, you know, what we've seen is you can win the Big 12 without a defense. Uh, I just think... Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that's the most glaring issue. I think their offense is just a little inconsistent. Ellinger can throw it around pretty well but lack of a run game and inconsistent on sustaining drives they tend to be more of a big play offense rather than a you know 10 play touchdown drive
0: yeah the run game's been you know a problem especially since they also make Ellinger do a lot of option stuff and he gets banged up a little bit interesting
1: I think I flipped to that that game last week and saw one stat pop up that Ellinger was like Five of 11 for two touchdowns and like 200 or 100 something yards so it, he's a big play machine but i think to win games you have to control the ball a little bit more than what they are
0: yeah Uh there have started to be rumors about herman and you know this is what happens when texas loses uh, i i like herman i think he's a pretty good coach but I don't know if he's a good coach for texas i sort of like him when he you know at houston play you know as a plucky underdog kind of coach than at you know a big school like texas you think and texas isn't supposed to
1: be the underdog
0: yes i know but if you go back i don't know 12 years they've probably been like the third best team in texas so maybe they're a little bit more of an underdog than i give them credit but what do you think, Herman, keep his job if he can, I don't know, what are they playing, eight games this year? Uh, win, let's see, or lose one more, win six? Or do you think they start to get antsy and get rid of him?
1: I don't think he would have. I think they would have to lose quite a bit more for them to get rid of him this year. Like we said in the first podcast this year, with with the coronavirus situation and it being an unusual year, I don't think too many big schools are going to make, Uh, Any outstanding moves And uh, he might get On the hot seat And like they'll tell him next year's it But I think If he takes care of business in the big rivalry This weekend, that'll buy him another year for
0: sure Yeah, uh, that's a He hasn't beaten TCU But he's beaten Oklahoma You know, so i think the probably whispers get a little bigger if he loses to oklahoma and then he has losses versus tcu and and oklahoma this year but i do think they probably give him one more year but i think this is ellinger's last year so yeah
1: ellinger's a senior (laughs)
0: yeah so next year might be a dud year for texas anyway all right let's move on to the other big 12 game oklahoma iowa state iowa state came out on top 37 30 this played out you know Pretty similar to the Kansas State game. Oklahoma didn't jump out quite as far out front, but, you know, first half Oklahoma looked pretty good, and then by the second half, Iowa State was dominating the game and bullying them around, and uh, Spencer Rattler started to get a little shaky. Lots of, you know, he just seemed to panic in the pocket a lot. Iowa State just looked like the better team by the end of the game. What did you think of this game?
1: Yeah, Spencer Rattler's really lacking in confidence. And I just not believing in him as much as I was at the beginning of the year. I thought I thought he would move right in and just follow that train of Oklahoma quarterbacks that have been doing really good statistically. And he's just not performing the way anyone expected him to. And I, I think that's been the biggest letdown because Oklahoma's gotten used to having a Heisman candidate quarterback for the past four years or so. And I don't, I don't think they have that now, and they're having to adjust.
0: Yeah, I'm a little shocked he's been, you know, well, I mean, his numbers are pretty good, but, you know, been as poor as he's been, I just thought, you know, this Lincoln Riley system would be, you know, sort of like a leech system where the, you know, you can plug in pretty much any quarterback you want. And at Oklahoma, you're getting, you know, it's not even like Texas Tech or Washington State where you're getting sort of low tier quarterbacks. You can plug in any high level quarterbacks. And I thought Lincoln Riley could, you know, turn them into, you know, stars, but He has not gotten off to what I'd call a great start. And I wonder if they start to get a little antsy in replacing Rattler if this Texas game goes.
1: I think they'll be willing to try anything because that would be three straight losses. That's not Oklahoma football.
0: I didn't look it up, but I probably should have. When the last time Oklahoma lost three straight games.
1: I'd, I'd be willing to bet it's been a while.
0: Maybe since like a Stoops first year or something like that all right uh let's go to the last game i wanted to touch on the aac uh memphis smu Uh, smu won 30 27 in a pretty good game uh the other you know thing with this is central florida ended up somehow losing to tulsa after getting up 16 nothing i didn't watch the back end of that game so i don't quite know what happened i know a safety happened in there somewhere and then momentum just seemed to turn but I, i thought a pretty impressive win from smu and you know it looks like they may be able to run the slate here if they don't, you know, have any missteps. I uh, like the way they play. I've always been a Sonny Dykes fan. I can't believe California, lo- you know, let him go a couple of years ago just because he was flirting around with other jobs. But what do you make of this game?
1: Uh, I just caught a little bit of it. I was, you know, it started out the way we expected, high scoring game, and then it got really into a defensive battle in the end. Only three points scored by the winning team in the fourth quarter. And uh, but we we thought we both thought it would be a close one, and you ended up being right with that pick.
0: Yeah, uh, decent enough game. Was a little shocked that Central Florida went down, but I probably shouldn't be shocked at any point in you know weird COVID times about teams losing random games. I especially when they get up big.
1: Did Central Florida lose two in a row? They played Memphis this weekend.
0: Oh, that's a. I don't know. I've always trust Central Florida, but I... I
1: Self-proclaimed national
0: champion. Yes. Uh, Memphis didn't look as good as they probably looked in the past. Now, you know, they've had a bunch of COVID problems and games cancellations, so their offense might be a little, you know, not in sync as much as it should be. Uh, so I'd probably lean Central Florida's way still all right so let's get into our week six picks but first let's recap our week five picks david you went four and three you had the winner south carolina plus 16 and a half first florida
1: war. You gotta become war.
0: that was the wrong button there we go In goes the dynamite Little mix-up on the color board there. (laughs) All right. uh, You had Old Miss plus six and a half versus Kentucky as a winner. Boom goes the dynamite. You had the Old Miss Kentucky under 61. That was a loser. I would avoid taking Old Miss unders until a defense (laughs) arrives (laughs) or it jumps into the 80s. (laughs) You had the Texas TCU over with a nice safety, or if they hadn't fumbled on the goal line, a touchdown as a winner, 61 and a half. Boom goes the dynamite. You had the Tennessee minus 12 and a half versus Missouri winner. Boom goes the dynamite. And then you had the Tennessee Mizzou over 48 and a half that was a loser and you had the north carolina boston college minus 13 and a half as a loser so you finished up four and three that makes you six and six on the year so you're back to mount 500 and we'll see if you can get into the over 500 this week
1: had a good week more booms than busts. uh look to continue that trend this
0: week yeah that's all you can ask for so uh i was on fire on saturday i killed it i didn't make a million dollars like i should have and retired i so we will continue on with this podcast and the rest of my life for the time being i had west virginia plus two and a half as a winner i had boston college plus 13 and a half as a winner i had Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee State, under 52.5 as a winner. I had Iowa State, plus 7.5 as a winner. And I had Virginia, plus 27.5 as a winner. So that put me at 5-0 and 9-2-1 on the season. Our upset specials last week, you had Auburn as an upset special at plus 225. That didn't hit. And I had Boston College at plus 425, and that didn't hit either. Because they don't know how to run a two-point conversion play. (laughs) all right so let's move on to our picks this week i have one two three four picks this week i'm a little low because i didn't like the games very much how many picks you got this week david
1: so is your strategy just to pick fewer picks now so your win percentage can stay higher
0: than mine yes pretty much i'm By week post, the rest of the season now? By the time the Big Ten comes around, I'm just going to take Ohio State money line for (laughs)
1: every week. I have uh, six picks, and then I have my upset special.
0: Yeah, I got my upset special as well. Okay, so why don't you start us off since you have more picks?
1: Well, we've already discussed this game a little bit, so we'll start there. Uh, The big rivalry with Oklahoma versus Texas. I. I'm actually going to go with Texas here. They're getting two and a half. It's almost a straight-up pick them, but I I think their offense is going to be a little bit more consistent than Oklahoma, and Oklahoma has no pass rush, bad on defense, and I think Texas' offense is good enough. Ellinger has 14 touchdowns through three games, so pretty good start. And um, I also like the fact that you've got a senior quarterback going up against a freshman quarterback. I think that experience brings a victory home to Texas
0: yeah i I liked this pick i just i couldn't quite pull the trigger on it i i think if they had made it like three and a half and giving me that hook on that field goal i probably would have gone with it but the two and a half makes me a little nervous especially in a game that's they're probably going to be trading points for four quarters and the other thing that makes me nervous is i don't know if texas can get the pressure on rattler to get him you know rattled where he starts flinging weird balls all over the place rattle rattler yeah rattle rattler i i don't know how many times i can pronounce that in a row so we'll keep that to a minimum uh i thought it's a good pick though i i if i had to choose someone i'd definitely go the texas way here but i just couldn't make myself do it on that low number of two and a half all right so we'll go to my first pick of the week we're going to the acc i don't know how much we have to discuss this game but i have the north carolina state virginia under 59 and a half both these teams are pretty slow paced teams with uh, relatively poor offenses so i just bad offenses defensive minded coaches slow pace 60 points seems like quite a bit and the pittsburgh nc state game was at 57 last week and that seems like a pretty similar game so i'm riding the under on the nc state virginia game
1: i think that's a solid pick that could end up being a 13 to 10 ball game
0: yeah all right uh let's go on to your next pick
1: all righty um Let's see here We'll go We talked about This team a little bit as well We're going to go to The Alabama At Ole Miss Saban versus Kiffin Matchup Here Um, I think Alabama Is just a machine And they are going to Tear through this Ole Miss defense Like it's nothing Um, The last In SEC In total defense I think they've had a game Where they've allowed 400 something Passing yards They've allowed 400 something Rushing yards And I think Saban's Going to want to uh, he's he, Saban's always looking for a way to get his team better, no matter the opponent. And I think he's going to want to run it up. Uh, I don't think he's liked the fact that you know A and M was in the game right before half, and um, and I think you know Kiffin's been making a lot of jokes about Saban in press conferences, and I I think the team hears that, and uh, you know you don't really need to give Alabama any more motivation uh, other than just beating you down and i i you know even though this spread is huge at 23 and a half i think alabama could have that potentially in the first quarter and a half of this game
0: yeah i i'm gonna piggyback a little off your pick i went alabama first half minus 12 and a half i got a little nervous about you know kiffin doing you know 52 nothing and then kiffin scoring you know 30 points in the fourth quarter, especially since Alabama has to play, uh, I believe it's Georgia next week. So I was a little nervous, maybe Saban pulls his guys in the third or fourth quarter and Kiffin, you know, does weird goofy stuff. So I just, I figure Bama definitely will like you just blitz them in the first half. So I just felt a little safer with that first half, you know, 12 and a half point line than go in the full 23 and a half points. Especially if something freaky happens, like, you know, last week where there's, you know, a random turnover that, you know, ends up a touchdown. And I just didn't want that whole 23.5. But I really like the 23.5. I think Bama, you know, probably scores, if they want to, 50, 60 points pretty easy here. And,. I,
1: it's It's been a long time since I've seen a defense as bad as Ole Miss.
0: Yeah, uh, other than their one last year, which <laughs> in totality, Ole Miss defense the last two to three years. Uh, but yeah, I feel like Alabama's rolling it up. I just sort of like the lower end of the spread on the first half here. But I really like this pick. All right. Uh, what's your next pick, David?
1: Okay. Um, we'll stay in the SEC. I've got Mississippi State at Kentucky. Kentucky's only, uh, let's see, they're only giving up two and a half points here, but I, th- I think they should be a bigger favorite than that. Um, Mississippi State and Mike Leach proved who they really were last week in that shocking loss against Arkansas. And from what I've seen from Mike Leach, and it, it very well could be enough of Mississippi State, doesn't seem like he cares much at all. Uh, he, or he's just that crazy. Uh, but I think it being at Kentucky and they like to run the ball, they're going to slow this game down. And I think they take care of business and and easily cover that in two and a half points.
0: All right. Well,
1: survive a war, you got to become war.
0: I got the right drop that time. I have the other side of this. I'm going with Mississippi State. Uh, I just think Kentucky's probably down this year. I haven't liked their defense, and they're a defensive based team. Uh, Ole Miss was able to you know pass all over him so i'm a little scared that mississippi state will be able to pass all over them now uh you will welcome sending me texts when i have trusted my hard-earned winnings with kj costello head quarterback and he starts throwing random balls 50 feet over people but i i just haven't liked what i've seen from this kentucky team you know uh defensively and offensively, if you know, if they get behind, that's when they get in trouble. So, that was sort of my reasoning for the pick. Uh, Miss State getting points, so you know, all they have to do is pretty much win this game. And I just haven't liked the way Kentucky's defense has looked. All right, so we're counter on the Miss State Kentucky game. What's your next pick, David? Uh, next,
1: I've got another Big Twelve battle in Texas Tech and Iowa State. Texas Tech's getting 12 and a half here. And I just, I'm kind of rolling the dice here. I'm, I'm anticipating Texas Tech quarterback, Alan Bowman, be back healthy and play. Uh, a lot of rumors coming out are saying that he's going to play. But if not, it'll be Henry Columbia who actually came in and did pretty well in the game last week. And I just think 12 and a half a, a big spread in, a, in, this, in this matchup. It, it's going to be another back and forth Big 12 game. You know, 30... 37 34 something like that but I, I think texas tech can keep it within 12 and a half
0: yeah i like this pick uh, i just got a little nervous ab- about you know i just don't know what to make of texas tech totally i, I they looked good playing texas They didn't look great last week so that made me a little nervous about them this week and i just don't really know what to make of this these two teams but with that big a point spread i think it's probably a pretty safe pick i just i didn't want to lean either way i wanted to watch both these teams a little more and uh if i was gonna go iowa state i never go iowa state favorites i always go iowa state as underdogs and they're much better underdog team and texas tech i just i don't know what to make of them especially playing so well versus texas granted in a you know shootout and then last week's game
1: well one thing to watch in this game Iowa State leads the big 12 in sacks but texas tech's only allowed one sack this year so something's got to give on one of those i think
0: yeah definitely that'll probably decide if texas tech can cover this spread or not all right i have one last pick for the week you may be able to talk me into vanderbilt i'm looking more and more at that 10 and a half point line and i might no, w- want to roll no, the no. dice with it but you'll like this one uh we might get together and watch this game citadel versus the army Oh, under 46 and a half <laughs> <laughs> everyone tune in you'll watch two option teams must see tv yes two option teams one team favored by 30 which is army citadel's you know a poor you know subdivision team but two option teams the game will go quickly i don't think army will try to run it up too much so when two option teams play low possessions clock always moving always take the under even if it is 46 and a half it would have been nice to get it on monday when it was 48 but under citadel army 46 and a half all right what do you got up next david
1: all right, we're going to go to a game I've got a couple picks in. Uh, I've got at the Tennessee at Georgia game. Uh, I think the Vols were getting way too many points to start. I've got them at 12-and-a-half point underdogs. Should have jumped in on that at 14-point underdogs. But I think this is going to be a huge SEC battle for the East, and I, I don't think 12-and-a-half is going to be the story. I, I think we're talking a field goal, maybe overtime. It's going to be a battle to the end. Uh, we'll see if Georgia sticks with Stetson Bennett or if they bring in JT Daniels. Either way, they've got the weapons at receiver. Uh, Peaveris Jackson, nine catches last week for 147 yards. That's almost all the yardage Stetson Bennett threw, 43 for 240 last week. And But, you know, Tennessee's coming in off an eight-game win streak. Uh, not the biggest opponents in that win streak. But my biggest concern with Tennessee is their secondary covering those big-time receivers for Georgia. Tennessee's shown that they can, they can give up some balls and get a little inconsistent defensively. But look, look for Bryce Thompson to be back healthy and Sean Chamber getting the start. So that's two defensive backs starting this week that haven't really been present in the first two games. Uh, the other thing to watch for is if Garantano, if he doesn't turn the ball over, Tennessee needs to play slow ball with this offensive line. They need to pound it, and for that reason, I also, well. <laughs> Kind of goes against what I just said, but forty three and a half the over under, I think that's really low. Um, I, I like the over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, i'm I'm a little split on this i I don't love the Tennessee, Georgia game just overall as you know, a handicapping game. like you you touched on it, the Tennessee secondary makes me a little nervous for Georgia hitting explosive plays. So that makes me nervous on the Tennessee side, and Georgia just in any game with a large spread makes me nervous pretty much since the beginning of time so I just don't like you know really either side here Uh, but the over I do like because I do think this game will you know get in the mid-20s especially with two quarterbacks i don't trust so i think there will probably be turnovers on both sides you know there so that could lead to some pretty easy scores which will get this you know point spread up into the you know mid-40s to 50s i think
1: if tennessee can establish the run game uh they might have a shot here
0: yeah i i i definitely uh i could see tennessee bull in their way which would lead me to tennessee's points but the the way i saw receivers streaking open in both the south carolina and the missouri game just made me a little nervous that you know georgia's receivers are going to get open and they'll hit a you know a couple big time plays and then i get concerned about tennessee if they get down what is their ability to you know start flinging the ball around and come back and can they you know just maintain that offensive line and pound the rock if they get down you know after giving up a couple big plays all right so let's move to our upset specials of the week upset special all right my upset special for this week is the miami hurricanes plus 470 over the clemson tigers i'm just taking a chance here that Derrick King is, you know, possibly the best quarterback in college football. Miami will be able to hit some explosive plays against Clemson's defense that has, you know, they gave up explosive plays to LSU, you know, so maybe their defense isn't quite as good as it's been in years past. Uh, The offense uh, does concern me at Clemson. I don't know how great Miami's defense is. It's looked good so far, but they've played some pretty poor offenses and it just seemed like a you know nice almost five to one to take miami here on the off chance that miami actually turns out to be really good all right david what's your upset special
1: so i'm gonna go with kansas state they're getting seven and a half at tcu uh 265 on the money line so i'm gonna take them for the overall upset uh biggest story here i think is kansas state right now they've forced seven turnovers they've committed zero turnovers i think that's going to be the difference in the game big question whether skylar thompson's going to play both quarterbacks in that game uh last week got hurt but uh the freshman came in played really well through like 70 percent of his passes for a few hundred yards so i don't think it makes a huge difference this team seems to like this freshman but if skylar thompson comes in i really like kansas state here
0: yeah um uh- I almost took Kansas State on the spread here because I these two teams are you know pretty similar you know game planning wise, and I thought it'd be a pretty tight game. But the uh, the uh, underdog here at plus two sixty five is a nice little price there for a game where I think both teams are pretty similar in you know style and talent level, and you know this will be a right now it's probably a battle to see who can win the Big Twelve all right so let's touch on a couple games that our picks did not get to uh we have to do our token florida state are they still good they did replace the quarterback finally Uh, And they go up against Notre Dame this week. We haven't seen Notre Dame in two weeks. Uh, That's why I was a little hesitant to do any handicapping on this game because I don't know who's coming out on the Notre Dame sideline because they've had, you know, a massive COVID attack. So what are your thoughts on the Notre Dame-FSU game, David?
1: I think Notre Dame takes care of business. Uh, Like you said, I don't like the the spread here. 20 points seems a lot for a team that's been out for a few weeks. But – florida state needed the second half against jacksonville state and this is notre dame football and i just florida state is just a shell of what it was and like i said we don't even really need to be talking about them anymore yeah they're irrelevant
0: they pretty much are well, i'll give them you know a chance this week see if this new quarterback in there can bring life into them uh thoughts on notre dame do you think they can where do you think they sit in the ACC this year?
1: That really remains to be seen. I don't. I don't think they've really played any any major teams yet. You know, they beat Duke and, and USF. They came out pretty dominant defensively. Haven't really seen much with their passing game or their offense. So that concerns me a little bit when they start going up against the you know Clemson and Miami's of the ACC. But. More that defense alone is more than enough to take care of Florida
0: State. Yeah, I, I agree. I think their defense will, you know, rub rush shot over Florida State. I, I plenty of sacks and they seem to find a way to get enough offense, at least in these mid tier games. All right, the next game I wanted to touch on. I don't know how much we really have to touch on it. But Arkansas at Auburn. Arkansas had a nice win last week versus Mississippi State is arkansas capable of beating auburn you think
1: i don't think so as much as i'm i'm falling you know getting down on auburn i think they they recover right the ship a little bit this week as much as a win against arkansas counts as riding the ship um i i i just i still think arkansas is one of the worst teams in the sec and Managed pulling off against Mississippi State, but I, I I think that was more of a failure on Mississippi State's part than a success for Arkansas.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I took a little look at Arkansas in the spread here just because I wondered if their defense, maybe half okay, you know, where they can do something. Their offense is still poor, so I. I I'm really curious uh, how this game plays out because I just want to I want to see a little more from Arkansas than you know what I saw versus Mississippi State because I don't honestly know how good Mississippi State really is either Uh, Auburn I've seen enough of I don't think they're great but I do think they're probably capable of at least winning this game if they aren't capable of winning this game then we do need to have some you know quarterbacks and coaches leaving talk all right the last game i wanted to touch on uh, another acc battle uh unc and virginia tech uh, probably two of the other teams that are with notre dame and miami you know clemson excluded that are probably in contention to win the acc this year what do you uh, see in this matchup
1: uh i was watching north carolina play last week i was a little disappointed they seem to be incapable of finishing drives a lot of Weird, strange turnovers, inconsistent offensively. I think
0: that's good. called the Mac Brown special.
1: Yeah, uh, good defense, and this is going to be. Uh, I think the winner of this, you know, falls right at the top of that second tier behind Clemson, Notre Dame, Miami. Um, but Virginia Tech's got got some offensive weapons and aggressive defense, so. I expect this to be back and forth, but it was. I didn't like any of the numbers on the spread here, and uh, you really could flip a coin to see see who comes out with the victory on this one.
0: Yeah, uh, I sort of liked Virginia Tech, uh, but it was not clear whether they were getting their quarterbacks back from the COVID list after they missed last week's game versus uh, duke so that made me a little hesitant until i didn't know if cornerbacks are going to be playing in a game versus north carolina where they have so much explosive power but uh it's it is an interesting game because this is a game sort of north carolina has to win if they want to make me believers that they can be actual contenders in the acc and Virginia Tech, they've had a lot of COVID problems and they've sort of managed to win games. So I'm curious if they can sort of pull through another win and sort of make themselves contenders in the ACC here. All right, any other games you wanted to touch on this week, David?
1: Uh, The only one that's got my interest a little bit is the Tulsa-Cincinnati game. Uh, Tulsa got that big upset against UCF last week. Maybe they can keep that momentum going. I don't know. We'll see. Cincinnati's pretty good offensively, but you never know.
0: Yeah, uh, Cincinnati's played so many, you know, doormat teams to start the year. I don't know quite where to place them. You think uh, Cincinnati better than, let's say, Memphis? yes yeah all right well i i i'm curious about this game because i'm curious where tulsa sits too that was you know to go into central florida and win is a pretty big deal so uh this will probably be cincinnati's first you know legitimate test of the weekend so it'll be curious to see how that plays out uh any other games you want to touch on or are we good for this week
1: I think that's good for this week.
0: All right. So that's our show for this week. Thanks, Dynamite David, for joining us. And we're
1: out of explosions this Saturday.